Hachayvo, peace one. When you hit a friend, Five different payments. Benezek, you pay for damages. Bitsar, you pay for the pain you caused him. Beripo, you pay for the doctor bills that you that it takes to heal him. Besheves, the loss of work until he's able to get back on his own feet and start going back to work after you injured him. Ubaishas, and for the embarrassment you caused him. Sometimes you can be have all five payments, sometimes just some of them. The mission is going to discuss some of the inyanim and connected to these payments. Starts the rest of the Mishnah. Benezek Ketzad. How do you evaluate damages? Simes Eba, if you blind his eye. Katas Yadai, if you cut off his hand. Shibes Ragla, if you break his foot. Right, I say, we see him. Kilu, who Eved is if he's an Eved. Nimka that's sold in the market. Vishamin Kamayafa, you see how much he was worth before the injury. Vikamu Yafa, how much he's worth now after he's been injured. And you pay that difference. Tsar, what about Tsar? If you burn somebody with a shiput, a shiput is a skewer, either masmer or with a nail, either a hot nail or you just put a nail in somebody's arm or leg, whatever, and it hurts, but it doesn't injure him in a way that he loses the capability of doing work with that limb, right? It's not like you cut off his hand or shattered his leg. Rather, you hurt him terribly, but he's going to be able to go back to work. So it's a whole different approach. It's not damages, it's just the pain. I feel outsupporting, even if you burn him on his fingers. Now, Makim Shena is a Chabura place, does not make a wound. So it's going to burn him, it's going to make like a burn mark, but it's not going to make any sort of real wound. I'm then, what we do is we evaluate, how much a person like this fellow, right to Lito, will be willing to take Lias Mistakach to be caused this kind of pain. How much a person is money is be willing to take in order to be caused this kind of pain? Which the Gemara is going to change this to the opposite. How much a person is willing to pay not to be caused pain? It comes out to be a different amount. But basically, that's how you do evaluation. If you're, you're going to be caused pain, how much you would be willing to pay to get out of that pain? Let's continue. Tsar, what about Tsar? Uh, sorry, Ripoy. Healing. If you hit somebody, to heal him. Now, what if it grew on that wound? Tzmachim is an infection. It gets pussy, it gets blown up, it gets inflamed. It grows an infection, it gets infected. If it's due to the original maka, then the guys have to pay. Any infection that comes secondary afterwards due to an original wound, that's included in the wound itself, and you pay. If it's not due to the maka, pater your pater. That sounds like it should be obvious. Like, we'll explain where it's due to the maka, but not due to the maka. Basically, he didn't follow doctor's orders. So it's due to the maka, but also due to different actions that he took that he shouldn't have. We'll see that in the Gemara. We don't want to get too into that now, but right now, next case. If the way to healing, full healing, takes a long time, and it gets better, it gets worse, and it gets better, and it gets worse. You have to heal him all along, you have to heal him throughout. If it gets completely better, in that case, you do not need to heal him at all. Then if something happens afterwards, you can assume it's for a total different reason, and you don't need to heal him. So if you heal him completely, and then whatever it is, a month later, that area breaks out again or something, you can assume it's for a different reason, and you won't have to pay for that healing. Shavas, what about loss of work? You see how much a cucumber watchman, which is an extremely low-paying job, um, 
gets paid, and that's what you pay him for the time that he spends laid up in bed until he can get out of bed and get back to life. Now, why does he get paid as a cucumber watchman? What if he wasn't a cucumber watchman? What if he was a NBA basketball player? What if he did something else for a living? The answer is, you still pay the lower amount as a Shem Kishuan. Why? Because you pay for what a guy without a leg or out of a hand can do. Why? Because, as it says in the next line, you've already paid for the hand, and you've already paid for the foot. So you pay for what a guy without a hand or foot can do, which is much more limited, especially in those days, where they didn't have lawyer positions and accountant positions and all that. So what did you have to do? Everything was physical. So you pay for what a guy without the hand or leg can do, which is much more limited, Okay, let's continue. Paishas, what about the last payment of embarrassment? The Gemara explains, the Mishnah explains that every situation is different, sometimes more, sometimes it's less, it all depends on who the embarrasser is, who the embarrassee, the person who's getting embarrassed is. Obviously, if the embarrassee is older, an older man, it's more embarrassing. If he's a younger guy, it's less embarrassing. And the same thing with the embarrasser, whoever's causing him the embarrassment. If it's chashev, it's not chashev, it all makes a difference. Okay, that is the end of the Mishnah, we're currently on line 16. And the Gemara asks the most basic question, and the Gemara will be occupied with this question for the next 11 pieces or so. And the Gemara's question is as follows. Amai, why do you pay? Ayin tachas ayin, we have that in quotations. The Pasuk says you pay an eye, for, uh, an eye for an eye. It doesn't say you pay, it says eye for an eye. Right? Amrachman of the Terry says, Ema ayin mamish, maybe it means an actual eye. Maybe that's the punishment for taking out somebody's eye, is that you get your eye poke, poked out. And the Gemara answers as follows. Loi silke don't think so, comma. The Tainas will learn the following b'risa. And we have quotations over here that will last us to the end of this piece. And the Gemara will give two reasons. The b'risa will give two reasons why uh, we know, how we know you pay. And then the Gemara in the next three or four pieces will spend time ripping apart this b'risa and trying to figure out every angle of this b'risa. So understand this b'risa very well. It's the key to the next b'risa, to the next few pieces. So... Let's look inside the Tanya as we learn in this Brisa. Quotations over here. Yachal, I may think. If you blind somebody's eye, then you blind his eye back. If you cut off somebody's hand, then you cut off his hand back. He broke somebody's leg. Then you break that person's leg back. Comma. Therefore it says, When who hits a person, and one who hits an animal. They're not said in the same Pasuk, they're two different Pesukim, and each one should be in its own quotations. We're going to make over here what's called a Gezeras Shava. You have the same word Maka in one place, and the same word Maka in another place. Just like by Maka Behem, if you hit an animal, obviously the only thing you do is pay. If you break an animal's leg, we don't break your leg back, we make you pay for damaging somebody's property. So too, if you break somebody's leg, you pay for that leg. Maka Adam, Maka Behemah, Exer Shav between Maka Adam and Maka Behemah. Ma Maka Behemah just like Maka Behemah you pay. Av Maka Adam Tashum, and so too when you hit a person you pay. Okay, period. Then the Gemara says something very intriguing. And if you have a problem with this, then I'll say something else. What does it mean you have a problem with this? Obviously, the Gemara is anticipating that we're going to have a question with the first pshat, and then before the Gemara says another pshat. And the Gemara will explain what that problem is, what the problem with the first pshat is. But for right now, we just need to know that there will be a problem with that first pshat, and that's why it says, if you have a problem with that first pshat, then I will tell you a different pshat. And what's the second pshat? This one's a miyot. This one's an exclusion. The Pesach says as follows. 
The Pasuk says, Harehu Aimer, it says in the Pasuk, Leisichu Kaifer, do not take money, forgiveness money, for the soul of a killer, Asherhu Rasha, because he is a Rasha, Lamos, and he needs to die. So this guy who killed needs to be killed. You cannot take money and let him off the hook. But what does that tell you? For the soul of a killer, you do not take money. But you do take money. But you do take money for the head of limbs that don't grow back, which is one level below. Killing somebody is killing off his limbs, one by one. Chopping off an arm, chopping off a leg. So in that case, we're saying you don't take money for a killer, but you do take money for a guy who's right below that, a guy who chops off somebody's limb. And of course, someone who does less than that, like injuring somebody or cutting somebody or whatever it is, that you for sure take money. If you don't take money for the soul, so for the soul of a killer is the only person you don't take money for. But for everybody else, you do take money.